All right, my next two are like I would say maybe like the wild horses, the the dark horses of of this bracket of the two thousands. Uh, is it wild horse or dark horse? I don't know. Is it wild is it card? Wild is it a wild horse? Dark horse. It's a wild horse. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just I think know. of the Flicka movie when I think I of Black Horse. I know. Dark Horse, that's what I'm calling it. Hello, and welcome to episode 57 of Theater Nerds. I'm your host, Rachel Jones. And I'm your other host, Taylor Reed. Theater Nerds is a podcast about our obsessions with theater, where we will explore all the aspects of theater, musicals, and everything in between. This podcast is not set up to be a deep dive into technique or theater history, but we're hopeful that no matter if you're an enthusiast like us, or if you've only seen your locker room's production of High School Musical Junior, you'll enjoy this podcast. So cue the orchestra and come nerd out with us. In case you guys didn't know, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. That's right. You can also help out other theater nerds listeners by leaving us a star rating and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. That's right. Too. Got to get the message out. Get the theater nerd cult. All... Tell them. Yeah, make it a huge one. <laughs> uh, to find out more about the theater nerd cult, like I said, there we go. Check it out. Check us out at theaternerdpod.com. Or you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Theater Nerd Pod and on Facebook at Theater Nerd Podcast. In today's episode, we're discussing March Musical Madness, round one. I think that's football, actually. I don't know. Rachel, let's talk about March Madness, which is our new nickname for this podcast. Just kidding. Um, (laughs) We are certainly mad. Yeah, that'll get that. Musical Madness. March Musical Madness. Get that alliteration in. Um, Here we are. Listen, can you believe it's March already? No. What the heck? How did it happen? I know. Pretty soon we'll be in September. No, soon it will be Tony's award season. True. This this month we're focused on um, basketball and we're focused on the Oscars. So yes, yes, and by that and we mean St. Patty's musicalizing Day. the March Madness <laughs> bracket. Yeah, and by that we mean this is probably yeah. the only March mm-hmm. Madness bracket either yeah. of us will fill out. And so. by that we mean, do you, will we buy Air Jordans? Who knows. Um, <laughs> Not a sponsor, but uh, <laughs> not a sponsor. Can you imagine? Yeah, Air Jordan sponsoring Theater News podcast. Listen, uh, it could happen. What a turn of events! Yes, I know. Hmm. Um, well, for those that don't know, if you are, you know, I only know of this because my whole family for the past hmm. like three or four years has done a March Madness bracket and no one asked to include me. Which did I did I even know Rude. it was happening? Maybe not, Rude. but <laughs> I know. 
but uh, there is this thing called March. <laughs> this there is, is this trying to explain thing March Madness. I guess Madness. I think it's all the college teams, right? It's all yes, college it's teams. all the college teams. I do yes. know a little bit more than okay. Taylor, yes, Rachel, explain. <laughs> Um, I'm not sure I can explain that well. It is basketball. I do know this. It is basketball. Yes. It is college basketball. Get your head it's in the about game. Their, it is. Uh, get your head in the game. It is the conferences. So they're broken up into four East, different. East, West, North, South, right? Midwest. No. Anyway, oh. there's yeah. four different ones. Right. And they're all matched up based off of their rankings for the season. Right. Um, and essentially, you know, I'm I'm sure it, even if you don't know anything about March Madness, which is hard to live in this world and not know at least the name March Madness yeah. in the United States. Um, but if you don't, you probably have heard of like the Sweet 16. That's a part of March Madness. Mm. Anyway, this is a big deal. Um, I, this was traumatized. I will say two things. This was traumatizing for Whoa. me growing up because I had a seventh grade math teacher who loved, I know, where is the story going? Who loved March Madness this so is much. This more twists than and she made and furious. Us, I know. <laughs> oh, well. She made us fill out a March Madness bracket and it included math problems per each what? little bracket part. It was terrifying and Guys, traumatizing. We're not gonna make, your list, we're not gonna make theater I'm 26 <laughs> years old and I'm still traumatized. But the oh other thing gosh. is that it was a big deal did because you win? absolutely not. But I did oh, get the right. math problems right. Right. But um I think like if you got the bracket right you would win or if you got certain points you would win like some extra credit. Mm-hmm. Which once mm-hmm. again this is not anyway i have the whole thing about extra credit but that's different soapbox and different (laughs) podcasts so anyway Mm. the other thing that this is really big for me not just growing up but in high school and obviously in college because uva is a big basketball place it's a big basketball place and i once upon a little time i did play basketball and i went to basketball camp at uva for like a few at least one summer maybe two um and i know and um, at the very end the best part was you got to scrimmage with the women's basketball team um if you had made it to like a certain part of the end of the 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 session so march madness was like a big thing i knew about it i still don't fully understand the rankings and rulings there's like like how you get there no yeah sort of but like how the matches go at the beginning um and like when which which team plays what but yeah i know that this is a simple thing i could google but i'm not going to because i just i don't care that much and the other thing is that i never i've never been fully invested in anything um like a team sport uh Mm -hmm. in a way where i'm like yeah yeah or like we gotta win listen well no i mean like when we when we did win that one year i was really excited and i definitely watched uva play all of the games on television but like i'm not gonna fill out a bracket unless uva is you know what i mean like i just don't i don't have a yeah it's not my lot of it's not a lot of uh personal investment yeah, into the sport. No that's, shade to other yeah. people who do. Weirdly enough, I have more, and I think I may have talked about this on the show before. I have more personal investment for some reason into something like the Olympics than any other sport yeah. in that's playing on television at all times. Um, I get that. But it is weird. I was about to say, like, I don't get people that, like, randomly yell at the television. And by people, I mean men that randomly yell at the television. And they're like, come on, ref! Like, 
<laughs> you know, that type of thing. But also yeah. when Chadwick Boseman did not win the Oscar two years ago for mm. um, uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, I explicitly stood out of uh, my chair and went, uh, should your little ears, little theater nerd listeners, <laughs> I screamed, what the actual fuck? <laughs> 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 Me at the Tony so, Awards. So maybe I do get it. <laughs> yeah. So we all have um, our thing. Yeah. That's Let me tell my basketball journey too, yeah. because also Please I did use, uh, listen up growing up in a little, you know, uh, you play Christian. Uh, yeah. This is where it's going. Christian community, of course. Uh, there's this thing for people who don't know called Upward. I think it's basketball, maybe soccer, but my sister did Upward cheerleading. And it can be listen, whatever you want it to be. Yeah, exactly. Maybe <laughs> I should have done the cheerleading. Um, I, you know, it was fun. I enjoyed yeah. like meeting people. That was cool. But I also, they always did like a little devotion before yeah. the games. And True. I kind and of enjoyed that point more Definitely. than the actual playing of the basketball game. So I love that for you. Okay. <laughs> that's amazing. That's Taylor was like, I'm actually yeah. just can't wait to sit in a circle and yeah. ask everyone how they're feeling. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Where are you at with God right now as a seven year old? <laughs> it was Taylor's highlight. Really, we all should have known the trajectory of Taylor's life yeah, on that yeah. one. <laughs> true. True. Oh my goodness. So anyway, Amazing. we decided for the next five weeks. Because <laughs> we want to somewhat be culturally yeah. relevant. That's what yeah. we also decided. Exactly. And uh, actually, this is going to be really fun. It's going to be gonna very be, fun. I yeah. think if you're if you're a visual person and you're listening to this podcast, you might need to get a piece of paper and write things down. Like yeah. that's, I mean, that's not a prerequisite to listening. So like, don't let that deter you. Be like, oh, I'm not in a space to listen with a pen and paper. Mm-hmm. But I will say things are about to get heated because we truly <laughs> sure. are going to at somewhat random and just at our own whim going to write down and name the uh top top, well the beginning of the bracket so where we're starting um with all four uh divisions and we've decided taylor can i share you decided that the easiest way because like geographical regions don't work for broadway um, or for musicals really that well we were like we could do the off-Broadway, West End, right. uh, Broadway, mm-hmm. regional productions. But, like, that's just a, that's just, that's like, just what? a lot. Yeah. So we decided to do by decade. So we're going to do yeah. 80s, 90s, 2000s, and 2010s, which, yes, mm. that is a complete decade now world. Yes. Um, and, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we're going to start with the teams, the 16 teams for each. Uh, we're going to go through the decade. So we're going to go through the 80s and and Taylor, who had that decade, is going to name the eight matchups, the 16 teams. And then mm-hmm. we're going to read through all of those and then we're going to decide who wins. And we're going to do that for each of these uh, four divisions, four mm-hmm. decades. Correct. And then week. we will culminate this March Musical Madness in the final two musicals i will say we are exclusively doing musicals for the purpose of this first annual yes. march musical yes. madness say it four and, times fast. also because yes. the alliteration is good Correct. i mean that's really what i mean and um yeah so it'll culminate in the final two musicals going up against each other and having a big battle and a dance off i don't know and uh rachel and i will decide who okay. will become the champion of the first ever March Musical Madness on Theater Nerds. Wow. Yeah. 
It's you a might big have honor. to have a little trophy. It's a yeah. <laughs> we will Instagram DM yeah. Yeah. this yeah. musical. Exactly. And for those playing at home, we will provide a bracket uh, of our own. Um. <laughs> yes, we will. And then you yes. can. I mean, um, the hard part is that you get a buy for the first week because yeah, we're gonna name them right now as we're gonna name the winners. So yeah. th- you just have mm-hmm. to fill out the rest. So you honestly, guys also you have half do... the work. Yeah, you can do it yourself. You don't have to follow. You don't have to exactly follow along with us. Play it with your yeah. family. Listen, yeah. if your family's doing March Madness, force them to do this. this yeah, is what instead, I'm be like, I'm actually just gonna match yeah. up musicals together exactly. by decade. Exactly. It, it, we're bringing families together on this show. We is are what we're really allowing saying. everyone to express themselves the way that they need. Correct. Correct. There we go. Yeah. So that'll be on our social media. It'll also be on our website. You guys can find it. We'll we'll post about it. You guys will see it. Yes. Um, so yeah, we're gonna start with <clears throat> our '80s decade. I, I just want to say, there, Rachel had maybe a little bit more to work with with her decades. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, was a lot. there was so much happening. But the '80s, that it was especially getting down to the the last like three years of the '80s. I was like, ooh, this is slim pickings. Um, Because I did want to choose musicals that at least we were aware of or have seen. Okay. So anyway, a lot of these, I think pretty much all of them we've seen or are aware of. Okay, um, I'm ready. My first two are, I think this is going to be, there's some heavy hitters. Uh, One off-Broadway, one to Broadway for a little bit, but premiered off-Broadway in 1982. And that is everybody's favorite loving Plant eating Yay! animal. It's Little Shop of Horrors, 1982, oh, baby, Broadway. The uh, Alan Menken and Howard Ashman musical, love it. Versus the <gasps> classic among classics, did not win best musical, but we talked about it last week in our Pulitzer Prize musical because it did win the Pulitzer Prize, and that is the 1984 musical Sunday. In the park with George. What a line <laughs> between the two. <laughs> That's oh, what I'm saying. I'm Little sorry. shop versus Sunday. Gosh. Yeah, so we're starting out strong. Uh, we're starting out strong. Basically, yeah. Taylor wants to start a fight. Yeah. <laughs> we are continuing with the heavy hitters okay. for Rachel because uh, one of her favorite shows, it is uh, <gasps> you know, one that we've talked about. A bunch on the show, and that is the 1982 classic Memory Cats. <laughs> the Cats musical versus oh, um, no. an incredible show and movie, uh, mm. super fun, and that's the 1981 classic Dream Girls. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, Cats versus Dream Girls is our second. Second seeds. Uh, okay, the next two, really, I, I just couldn't not put these up against each other, and they are also huge oh, heavy fine. hitters. So, of course, it is number one, the longest-running musical in the West End. 1987, we have Les Miserables. <laughs> versus, oh. Oh, versus the longest-running musical on Broadway, 1988, oh. The Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> Those are good. That's a good, those are, that's, that makes sense to me. Yeah. yeah, That's going to be a good game to watch. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. Uh, next we have, so there we go. Les Miserables and The Phantom of the Opera. Uh, next we have two movies turned musicals, which I think is super fun. Original, Ooh. they were movies first. So we have our first one, 1985. We have Singing in the Rain. Ooh. Love. Love yeah. that. Hope, I hope there is real rain on stage. And versus the 1987, a show that Rachel and I were in in high school, The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> oh, so yes. good. Uh, Jitterbug. The Jitterbug. That's definitely yeah. my favorite song. That could be why this is also a good game to watch. Yeah, true. The Jitterbug so, really comes in. Again, Singing in the Rain versus The Wizard of Oz. Next, we have two shows that are very different now that I'm looking at that. They're very different. Well, <laughs> yeah. We have 1988's, I believe it's about like Soviet. I don't know. Uh, this is Chess, 1988, the musical Chess. Oh, yes. love the song. I know. Love the song Such a chess. great, very good score. Versus the 1980 musical 42nd Street. Oh, very different. Those yeah. are not the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we have Chess okay. versus 42nd Street. Uh, our next two are the 1983 musical. We have already talked about Beat Out, Sunday in the Park with George at the Tony Awards, which is La Cage oh. of Falls. La Cage of Falls. Versus the 1982 musical about a tortured artist i'm i think i don't know uh this is the uh musical nine. <laughs> oh, i don't know if i know this musical okay? I, know. I don't i know it like peripherally but you know oh. we'll, we'll... Yeah, i'm gonna have to i'm gonna yeah. have to check those stats check those stats. that's right where's the playing cards all right <clears throat> our final four in these uh in this 16 is uh, the incredible 1987 musical in which Rachel and I will see very soon this year, and that's Into the Woods. <laughs> I know. Versus the uh, huge plane crash of a show, uh, the 1989 musical of Miss Saigon. I'm only saying that because there is a plane in the actual musical. Not that. <laughs> I thought it was a helicopter. Is it a plane or a helicopter? Oh, it is a helicopter. Right? <laughs> I mean, it's all, I mean, they're all the same. Something similar. <clears throat> a helicopter crash. Into the Woods versus Miss Saigon. Oh. And our last pairing, two wonderfully delightful musicals. The first one is another. Listen, Stephen Sondheim did a lot in the 80s. I just want to put That's that out there. Very true. Another Stephen Sondheim musical. One we're getting from Ben Platt and Beanie Feldstein very soon. And that it well. Very soon, not really that soon, 20 years from now. Merrily, we roll along. <laughs> Very soon, aka yeah. 20 years. AKA from now. Rachel and I will be almost 50. Uh, <laughs> still doing theater news. Yeah. Versus okay. the again another movie turned musical, uh 1989's Meet Me in St. Louis. Oh, so fun. I know. That's Such so a fun. Good. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. The 90s. The 90s. We were By alive way, at some point. We were alive. And did you know that now there is a American Girl doll that's set in the 90s and I feel really old. Whoa, I did not know that. Thank you. I know. Terrible. Okay. 
the 90s there was a lot happening and also like I was trying to figure out how to pair shows together this is the hard part yes yeah I was trying to figure out who's gonna face off for who's and for what and I don't know I maybe have some spicy takes some of them I'm like I don't know I just kind of put them together we we could figure out what's gonna happen Mm -hmm. so the first the first two shows I have um the first one uh facing off is uh, a book also by music and lyrics by Stephen Sondheim here we go um and book by John Weidman or Weidman um how do you say his name Weidman Weidman I think it's Weidman good yes um it actually didn't come to Broadway until the 2000s so I does this count are you is this on your list I should have asked this before um no I don't have any Sondheim on my list okay good because it it came off it was off Broadway first um in 1990 and then it went to London in 1992 which is why it's on my list I don't know if um, I know what this is I probably do but this is you do oh you do. I do we I do I do this. yeah yeah then yeah, it yeah, yeah. actually finally came to Broadway in 2004 it just had an off-Broadway revival in 2021, and that is Assassins. Yes. Oh, so good. <sighs> Amazing. And so Assassins is facing off a 1990 musical um, that's mm. based off of a kind of a novella, if you will. Okay. Uh, music by, and lyrics by Frank Wildhorn, um, and then lyrics is also by Leslie Burke. Bur- how do you say your name? Burkus and Stephen <laughs> Condon. I'm gonna really mess up her name. Oh, Leslie. I love this. Yeah. Burkessi is how you say her name, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Um, and yeah, this also <laughs> opened uh, off Broadway and then actually had a US tour before it went to Broadway. Weird. That's weird. Um, anyway, it is Jekyll and Hyde. So yes, we have Assassins I love it. Versus Jekyll and Hyde. Nice. Love it. So then the next face off is a musical that we've talked about relatively recently, um, written by music by Stephen Flaherty and lyric by Lynn Aarons, and also the book by Aarons. And we talked about this on a deep dive, right? The, mm-hmm. Recently. And this is the 1990 Once on this Island. Once on this Island. Yes. Okay. Now, Once on this Island is facing off with a musical that technically never went to Broadway. It did go to the West End um, yep. in 2020. and it, But its first production was off-Broadway in 1995. Um, so that's why it's on mine. And it was composed and written by Jason Robert Brown. And there's a, actually a really, is. really beautiful uh, cast recording from, I think, the 2020, maybe it's the 2018 off-Broadway version. I have to check. On Spotify, you should listen to it. And this is Songs for a New World. Yeah. Yeah. So Love we it. have Once on this Island versus Songs for a New World. That that's is, tough. I know. Very different, but similar, yeah, but different. Yeah. Okay, our next battle is Ooh, I'm ready. between a show that is currently or just finished running at the Kennedy Center, um, but originally yes. opened on Broadway in 1994 after a run in the West End in 1993. Speaking of Andrew Lloyd Webber, he did the music. 
and the lyrics by Don Black and Christopher Hampton, and it's based on a film. Um, and and we'll always have Glenn Close in it forever and always. True, and this I... is Sunset Boulevard. Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> Uh, the way so, Derek Klena really pronounced I, Sunset Boulevard. I, we will just post that TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So Sunset Boulevard is going off of a musical I hold near and dear to my heart, and I know mm-hmm. Taylor does too. Mm-hmm. Originally opened on Broadway in 1992, then it went on a tour, and most recently had a revival on Broadway in 2016. Is a completely sung through a musical, mostly, by William Finn. And the book is also with James Lapine. And yes. that is falsetto. Well, I was hoping you would put this on here. Yes. So, so that's Sunset Boulevard versus Falsettos. Nice. I love that. Okay. Our next pairing is an interesting pair. <laughs> um, starting off with the rock, speaking of a rock musical, uh, with music and lyrics by Pete Townsend. Good. Love it. <laughs> Um, it is based off of Tommy by the Who's. Mm-hmm. It's the Who's Tommy originally opened in San Diego in 1992 and came to Broadway in 1993. I don't think I know very much about this show. This is oh, the one show. I just saw this at the Kennedy mm-hmm. Center before the pandemic. Very, yeah. very good. Okay, facing off the Who's Tommy versus. This, also a rock musical, so I did that there. Mm. Music and lyrics by Stephen Trask and book by John Cameron Mitchell. Mm, It's off-Broadway production came, I hope you don't have this either because I really invented the rules here. The off-Broadway production came in 1998, which Mm. is the 90s, but then it officially came to Broadway in 2014. Yep. Do you have this on your list? I do not. Okay, great. Um, and this is once again a rock musical, so it makes sense. And it's Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Hedwig, Hedwig, Harry Potter's owl. <laughs> no. <laughs> so the Who's Tommy versus Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Incredible mashup there. Mm. All right. Our next one are two musicals that maybe have the same owner. The first is a musical that opened in 1997, and we've talked about it a lot. We've talked about those puppets so much. Music by Elton John, lyrics by Tim Rice, book by Rogers Ellers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And this is The Lion King. Yes, the circle of life, and it moves us all. This is me doing my puppets. You can't tell because this is an audio Yeah, no, for the video, Rachel is seeing the birds. (laughs) So speaking of Disney, um, The Lion King is facing off this Disney musical that also opened in Broadway in the 1990s and 1994 specifically. Um, And it has music by Alan Menken, lyrics by Howard Ashman and Tim Rice. And this is the 1994 Beauty and the Beast. Whoa, that's tough. That's tough. Versus The Lion King. Oof. Dang. But just wait, because the next two. <laughs> I'm not ready. I already know. I already know. I already know. Oh, oh no. <laughs> just, uh, yeah. I have three. I have three really bad pairs, and then the uh, last one, you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the first in this corner. Now we're doing a wrestling. In this match. corner. Now we're wrestling. <laughs> I now mean, we're, it's, now it's we're not, not the three, same. Three, three. Everyone gets it. <laughs> okay. 
So um, this is also, speaking of Stephen Flaherty and Lynn Ernst, um, and a book by Terrence McNally. Yes! Oh. <laughs> a lovingly, uh, a, a love of Taylor's for sure. We talked yes. about it on the Tony Award Rewind. This True. is a 1998 Broadway production of Ragtime. Speaking of Lee Michelle, can't yes. go anywhere. <laughs> love it. And speaking of Leah Michelle, this is someone else who do does, does he like Leah Michelle? We we won't know is currently doing this production of this show, but it originally opened in 1998 on Broadway based on actual historical events in in Atlanta from 1913 to 1915. Music and lyrics by Jason Robert Brown and book by Alfred Urie. And this is Parade. Whoa. Ragtime (laughs) versus Parade? Whoa. Oh my gosh. I don't even know. Okay, keep going. I can't. We just gotta keep going. I can't. Okay. Um, This next musical (laughs) we talked about last week on our Pulitzer Prize winning um, musicals, because this did indeed win the Pulitzer Prize for drama. Mm -hmm. It also did indeed win the Tony Award for Best Musical. And this is the, uh, you know, rock musical also written Mm. music, lyrics, book by Jonathan Larson. This is Rent. Mm, love it love it and um and rent is facing off a musical that should have done better on broadway but didn't (laughs) (laughs) music by henry krieger and lyrics by bill and book by bill russell um based off of the lives of daisy and violet hilton and this is Sideshow. Ah, yes. Okay. I was, trying, I was like, where are you going with this? I was wondering. Opening in 1997 on Broadway. Wow. So that's we awesome. have Rent that's right. versus I forgot. I forgot that was that was at that Tony Awards. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, know. Lion King. Yeah, yeah. I know. Okay. The next two, I just had to put them on here. I'm ready. I don't think they should be matched up together, cool. but that's okay. Yeah. This is everyone's favorite production to do in your, um, in sorry, in your in local your theater local company. Theater oh, okay, okay. Production. I was like, you good? every every high school has probably done this show at least three times. Who's to say? Um, technically, did not come to Broadway until 2006, so I once again am breaking all the rules. Opened in Toronto in 1998, though. Music uh, by Lisa Lambert and Greg Morrison. Also, the lyrics, music and lyrics by both of them. And the book by Bob Martin and Don McKellar. And this is The Drowsy Chaperone. Ooh, good one. Yeah, thank you. And in the chair. And I will say The Drowsy Chaperone, last but certainly not least, is going up against a musical Taylor and I both saw. Um. But it has never come to Broadway. And I know, super sad. And we feel it should definitely go to Broadway. And the music is by Alan Menken. And the lyrics are by Stephen Schwartz. And the book is by James Lapine and Peter Parnell. And that is The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Whoa. You are breaking all the rules. (laughs) I know. Sorry. (laughs) I love it. it. Because that is that the German production that you're doing? I mean, technically, <laughs> it opened in 1999. It did? Sure. 
I mean, in, in, yeah, in Berlin, in Germany. Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, I support Is this on I your support. list? No. See, I had to put it it's on. It's not, there. but the musical, the, the, um, it's in 2014. In 2014, so that would have been after. Saw. That would have been yours. So it would have been mine either way. And here's yes. the thing. I couldn't mm-hmm. figure out how to put it on the first. On the, I did the 2010s first. And this is just yeah. a note for everyone else. I did the 2010s first. And I left out a lot of musicals. A lot of musicals that like should not have been left out. And this was one of them. And so it was like, I'm cool. just putting this on. That's all right. Same with the Browns um, Maybe Chaperone. we should go. We, you should have said its proper name. Der Glockner von Notre Dame. Das Musical. Das Musical. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love it. <laughs> okay. Love it. Is that your last pairing? That's my last. Okay. Wow. 2000s. Are we ready? Oh, my God. We I'm were We were there. We were there. Some of these we've seen. Some of these Tony Awards we definitely remember. So Okay. I need a sip of water before this because yeah. we just went through two decades. I know. Half, we went, most of we, which we weren't even alive for. We and blew I through. No, thoughts. one of them we were definitely not alive for. <laughs> and, um, yeah, we blew the through. The majority of the second we weren't alive for either. <laughs> You're right. You're right. <laughs> You're right. But, listen, okay. if you were listening last week, Rent opened on my birthday the day i was born so you know i mean if there ever was someone who was going to love you yeah exactly exactly me and jonathan larson are linked forever um (laughs) and adina menzel and (laughs) yeah Adele Mazim, excuse me. Adele um, Adele yeah, yeah. Okay. So our first, again, a lot of these are very wild. I cannot wait. I, I'm so excited. Oh wait. Also, a note for the audio is that Taylor and I have obviously not discussed these. Oh yeah, we um, did not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and clearly, hence my is this on your list? And um, I can't see what his mashups are. I'm no. only looking at him while he's saying it, and then we're yeah. pasting it in a shared document. So exactly. I'm just as nervous as you. So go ahead, Taylor. Which is why I kind of freaked out uh, for Ragtime versus Parade, which Rachel knew. She played with my emotions. I she did. knew. Which is why I'm excited to play with her emotions for the 2000s. <laughs> so our first pairing is our wonderful uh, Where's the Revival with Tom Holland and Zendaya. 2000, yes. right in the year of 2000, bringing on the millennium, Susical the musical the best musical the classic yeah versus our favorite literary musical Sutton Foster Little Women listen we got books on books versus books 2005's Little Women (laughs) those are not the same (laughs) (laughs) I didn't say they were the same great defense the other has a great (laughs) offense very different. Whoa, whoa, very different, very different. Yeah, <laughs> I would argue the defense is Susical and the offense is Little Women, but that's just me. <laughs> um, all right, our next pairing are two great, in my opinion, maybe maybe they don't hold up anymore. Who knows? Two great um musical comedies of its of their time. Um, one that beat out po- quite possibly the uh, most profitable and most well known musical of all time at the Tony Awards. Um, oh and that is 2003's Avenue Q. Oh, we live so on Avenue Q. Good. Yeah, versus the in, again incredibly profitable. May also made a movie, 
uh 2001's the producers oh and- <laughs> so good avenue q versus the producers oh, yeah. that's so different. all right okay. next we are getting into some disney our next um once we have the incredible the the show that i i would assume probably took Maybe Disney the longest to produce uh, because they had to wait for the author to die, and that is 2006's Mary Poppins. <laughs> Not it yeah. took the longest yeah. to come. Yeah. They had to wait for the author to die. We did talk um, about this, by yes, the way, in yeah. case you were missing it on the previous episode. We True. really did talk about this. True. Uh, versus uh, the 2008 wonderful, delightful not Nickelodeon version of 13 the musical <laughs> not the not the Netflix special version uh, so oh that my god Mary Poppins versus Jason Robert Brown's 13 How will which he... Jason Robert Brown I think everyone always forgets that oh yeah he did 13 he's the done musical so, and he's done so much yeah yeah I know yeah. very prolific yeah. All right, we got another Disney show coming at you. Rachel got to see this show live on Broadway, and oh. I was also in it. It was my very last show in our theater company, and that's. But 2000... he wasn't in it on Broadway. <laughs> that's yeah, no, that's true. We do want to clarify. I was not in it on Broadway, and <laughs> I was swinging from vines all over the place because that's 2006's yes! Tarzan. Yeah. Versus oh, oh god, I'm nervous. The... <laughs> versus 2007's wonderful romp that we all love, the very fun, very gay and European legally blonde. No. I have to pick between Tarzan and legally blonde. <laughs> yes, yes. Tarzan oh, versus Legally Blonde. Yeah. People are... like check on us after this because we might have killed each other in a brawl. I know, I know it. All right. Next we have another Jason Robert Brown. Maybe my one of it's in my top five okay. favorite musicals of all time. The 2002 oh, off-Broadway like version five is in the <laughs> title of the show because that's right it's the last five years yeah <laughs> oh love so this show so oh, much yeah. however we're putting it up against the powerhouse the one we've waited 20 years for the movie for oh, that's wonder- right it's wicked baby <laughs> wicked. oh my gosh what we have the last five years versus yeah. wicked yeah. once again i say these teams are not matched correctly they have diff- they bring know. very different things to the table I listen. It's this is Wicked's like the number two seed versus last five years is probably like, you know, number ten. Oh it's fine. <laughs> if people underestimate the last five years. It's it's I mean, incredible. That is true. They're just so different. I know. I know. Okay. It's fun. That's why we do this, Rachel. That's why we do this. I'm only slightly struck. <laughs> All right. Next, we have two wonderful and fun musicals. Very different as well, but very oh. fun. Okay. First, we have 2002's Wonderful Romp, which has a bit of, you know, racial commentary on it as well, oh. because that's Hairspray. <laughs> hairspray? <laughs> Oh my god! Hairspray. I can't believe it came out. When did it come out? Two thousand two. Two thousand two. Oh my god! I'm saying, wow. versus wow. the two thousand eight Sutton Foster Brian Darcy James vehicle, which is the lovely Shrek the musical. 
Oh, that's right. That's right. Hairspray versus Shrek. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) All right. My next two are like I would say maybe like the wild horses, the the dark horses of of this bracket of the two thousands. Is it wild horse or dark horse? I don't know. Is it wild card? Wild Is it card? a wild horse? Dark horse. It's a wild horse. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just I think know. of the Flicka movie when I think of wild horse. I know. Dark horse, that's what I'm calling it. The, they're the dark horses of the 2000s. So my first <laughs> one is the Jonathan Larson romp that we all have loved and seen Andrew Garfield play. But before Andrew Garfield, it was on... Uh, off Broadway in 2001, Jonathan Larson's Tick Tick Boom, which Yay. we all. And then again, this is a huge wild card. I, I can't. So this is right on the cusp of the 2010s because this was oh, produced okay. in 2009. This is the such such a fun production. Everyone can go and watch it online because this is University of Mission Star Kid Productions musical, oh, really? a Harry Potter musical. Oh. Oh, amazing! Harry Potter, Harry Potter. Different, yeah, different, but the same. So, Tick Tick Boom versus a Harry Potter musical. A Harry Potter musical is amazing. I thought you were gonna say the Firebringer, which is also by the same Star Kid. Oh, that must have been earlier. Yeah, I just went on a ride. That was my. Oh, I have two more. I have one more left. And these are the final two, and these are ones that you're, they're going to blow your mind. I would argue okay. the number one and the number two seed of okay. these 2000. I, I know I said Wicked was maybe best. the number two, but maybe that's the number three, because these oh. are powerhouses of musicals. And I, honestly, I don't know how we're going to okay. choose. But this is, <laughs> the first one is uh, one that I fell in love with recently, and because of the episode we did on the show and the documentary, that's 2006's wonderful wonderful musical spring awakening love it so much versus one of i'm I'm hiding my eyes i said this last week maybe one of the best musicals ever written out of the 10 that we talked about last week 2009's wonderful musical next to normal <laughs> I know. My theater soul just died. I have yeah. to pick. Spring Awakening versus Next to Normal. Wow. And that's the 2000s, baby. <laughs> Don't act like you did not. <laughs> just throw uh, a bomb this way. I know. Oh. Are you ready for the 2010s? I don't know, honestly. I want to preface with the 2010s had so many musicals. Yeah. And you saw how I didn't follow the rules in 1990. Right. Okay, cool. cool. I significantly also didn't follow the rules. <laughs> I followed the rules a little bit more in the 2010s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, here, here is my thought process. There were just so many, like, big ones that, honestly, I left some big ones out. Some ones where you're like, what the heck? That I'm not ready. <laughs> um and other big ones are facing off of, to each other so just prepare oh. your mind and your heart oh. um because the first two i'll just ease you in the first one mm-hmm. um ha- also has never come to broadway but mm-hmm. it did have its off broadway run and its off west end and its west end run in the 2010 so it counts it came finally <laughs> to the west end in 2018 
Um, this is a musical based off of a movie. Okay. Uh, music by Lawrence O'Keefe and Kevin Murphy. Music and lyrics and the book. All by Lawrence O'Keefe and Kevin Murphy. And this is Heather's The Musical. Oh, I love it. Oh, so good. Facing off Heather's is also a musical. Sorry. <laughs> that oh, also baby. has never come to Broadway. But I just could not put this on here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still convinced that when Phantom closes this show or run in its place in the same theater hear me out had its west end run in 2010 music by andrew lloyd weber lyrics by glenn slater book by andrew lloyd weber and ben wait andrew lloyd weber wrote the book he wrote part of the book and glenn slater and ben elton and frederick forsyth and that is love never dies (laughs) wow which has some quality music. I do want the record to reflect it has quality music. The book is insane, but it's quality music. I I sang a song. We did Lay Miz in high school. We've talked about this. And I sang uh, a song from Love Never Dies for my edition. So, yeah. I In, in the pandemic, uh, the show must go on series that was happening on yes. mm-hmm. uh, YouTube. They did a, they had videoed the West End production and that's, what you saw on one of the weekends and it was honestly it was so good do we need the phantom in our life some more is this a power awkward power dynamic there's mm. still a lot going on wow. but it was i mean it's pretty good okay the next <laughs> mashup is between two musicals that people underestimate that's my that's what i'm going with whoa the number one Musical. The first musical is uh, a musical that we've actually had someone uh, on our show to talk about. I know. Musical by Tim Minchin and book by Dennis Kelly, and that is Ronald Dahl's Matilda. Matilda the musical. Facing off Groundhog Day. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Well, well, facing off also a musical owned. Still, is it still running on Broadway? I think so. Um, based off of a Disney animated film with the same name. Well, music by Alan Menken, of course, there he is. Right, and there lyrics is. by Tim Bryce, Howard Ashman, and Chad. How do you say his name? Begellin? 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 Yeah. Anyway, he wrote the book. And this is the 2011. I think is when it came to Broadway, 2012 maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, the two, yeah, the 2012 or 2013. I'm gonna look it up at some point. Uh, Broadway Aladdin. production of Aladdin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When did this it come is, to Broadway? Um, it was, I think it was 2011. Okay. Yeah, 2011. That's when they came to Seattle, but I don't remember. I can't remember. Okay, yeah. so we have Matilda versus. Oh Aladdin. wait, no, 2014 on Broadway. Look, we don't know anything. 2014. So there we go. Perfect. Love yeah. that for me. Still in the cool. 2010, so it works. Yep. Okay, Matilda versus Aladdin. And the wow. next, the next pair. Just buckle up. Speaking <laughs> of Disney and Alan Menken, he also wrote the music to this musical that both Taylor and I have seen on Broadway, with two different people playing the main character of yes. Jack Kelly, and that is the 2012 production of Newsies the Musical. Hey, I'm walk. I'm news in here. 
I'm losing. Get your papes. The papes. Papes here. Papes here. <laughs> Crunchy. It's just Love my it. favorite. Okay. Yeah. So Newsies is facing off a musical that is very underrated, dare I say. Book by Jeff Witte came to Broadway also around 2012, with first starting in Atlanta and then having a U.S. national tour before Broadway. Weird. But love this. I love this. What? <laughs> We've gotten some amazing people out of this musical. And once again, think it's underrated. Music and lyrics. Well, music is by Tom Kitt and Lin-Manuel Miranda. And lyrics by Lin-Manuel Miranda and Amanda yeah. Green. And that is Bring It On. I did musical. not know it did a national tour before it went to Broadway. Oh, so weird. What is What a strange, yeah, yeah. So that is Bring It On versus Newsies. <laughs> love that wow two very acrobatic um shows <laughs> was thinking yeah. a lot about dancing yes, yes. all right the next two make absolutely no sense paired up together but I mean, both listen. of them broke tony records sort of Ooh. i don't know if they did but in my heart they did um one is based off of a 2007 film with the same name came to broadway in 2012 uh, the person who starred in this musical, the female, ended up going on to screen and doing some things I'm sure you know about. Uh, this is a very quiet, instrumental, focused on a love story. This is I know once what this is. The this musical. is once the musical. Yes, good one. Versus a musical that we love and hold near and dear, coming to Broadway in 2011. Uh, not you know <laughs> yeah anyway i don't know what else to say about this besides that it's incredible and this is the book of mormon i was music. wondering if you were gonna say the book of mormon what a pairing i love that so once versus book of mormon that makes sense yeah right, totally okay totally. well this next one makes even more sense yep. <laughs> <laughs> this came to broadway in 2013 uh it did win tony uh award it did win the tony award for best uh musical and uh best book of a musical which is uh, this is fun um and it's also musical comedy so we love that and uh music and lyrics by stephen lutbach good and robert friedman and this is A Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder. I was wondering. Yeah, side note about uh, Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder. I've told Rachel this, but in my city, there oh, are yes. two theater companies who are putting on this production of a production of Gentleman's like Guide to Love theaters. and Murder. They yeah. both announced their theater seasons, and one is doing it in the fall. One is doing it in the spring of next year. And they both, they both had to release statements. They Hi. both had to. There was some Facebook back and forth. But, Listen, this was yeah. crazy. So there's drama around this show. I just want so, to say. Yeah. <laughs> Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder. Who knew? Yeah. Big success. So <laughs> this, it's facing off of a show that we like. We like a lot. Probably mm. the reason I listened to this show is because the people who wrote the music and lyrics for this show wrote music and lyrics for another show that we also love very, very much. Mm -hmm. This has also never come to Broadway um, because that's my M.O. apparently in these decades. And yep. this is Dogfight by Love it. So, Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder 
versus dog fight. Wow. Wow. Okay. It just gets worse from here. Oh, oh man. I know it. I'm so sorry. Maybe I'll save that one for last. I don't know. Yeah. Let me save this pairing for last. Okay. Next are two strange musicals. Let me move them. One uh, is one that I knew about, but really discovered the music during lockdown because Mm. someone whom I really enjoy also on Bridgerton happens to be on the soundtrack for the uh, London production of this. And that is um, American Psycho. It came to Broadway in 2016. Yep. Um, And yeah, music and lyrics. By, have you seen the uh, movie? Yes, I've seen the movie. I have not seen the movie. the movie. I know. Yeah. Crazy. So, very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's facing off a very weird, once again, I'm going to say, a very weird musical that somehow came to Broadway in 2013 and also probably is being done by your local middle school. Uh, music and lyrics by Andrew Lipa, the book by John August, based off of a music, a movie of a similar name, Big Fish. Ooh, good one. Thank you. Good one. Okay, so that is American Psycho versus Big Fish. Wow, that it's, is those are it all makes it all makes so much sense. Yeah. These next two, I like them because mm. women. So the first one. <laughs> Came Love to it. Broadway in 2017. It's a Canadian musical written about a extremely hard time, but making it somehow so meaningful and impactful. And that is Come From Away. Ooh, good one. Yep. Hopefully, Versus. by release of this, I'll have already seen it. Yay! It fingers great. crossed for Taylor's lottery. Who knows? Yes, fingers crossed for the lottery that already happened, and hopefully I won we'll we'll let everyone know we'll put in a little segment here so uh come from away is facing a musical that we've talked um at nauseum about it won the tony award for best musical best book of a musical best original score it came to broadway in 2015 and and uh recently toured um in 2016 and that is fun home Ooh. i know dang i know wow Wow. So Come From Away versus Fun Home. And last, but certainly not least, in the 2010s, because I couldn't leave out every big musical. Right, right. Yeah. So in this corner, (laughs) there is the 2015 amazing hip hop rap musical, (laughs) music, lyrics, book. (laughs) Island <laughs> Manuel Miranda, based off the novel Alexander Hamilton. This is Hamilton, uh, the, an American musical. Love it, love it. And in this corner, <laughs> there's the 2008 Broadway version of an amazing musical, recently adapted into a movie, um, book by Kiara Algueras. Who does? Kiara, yeah. Ah, yes. I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm just learning this. Wow. And music, I think it's because I just think everything's written by him. Right. When yes, he writes yes, it. exactly. I should know better. And music and lyrics by none other than Lin-Manuel Miranda. And this is In the Heights. I was wondering if you were going to do this. So to recap, Hamilton versus it's in the Hamilton Heights. versus In the Heights. 
I just want everyone, wow, everyone to know that. I'm shook. Yeah. Wow. The, you also left out. You know what I was thinking? I was like, no Adams family. No, no Adams family. Yeah. Here's here's things I had to cross off my list. Yeah. No Adams family. No kinky boots. No Natasha Comet and yeah. What? No bright yeah. star. Natasha and the great comet. No bright star. I know. No waitress. No waitress. Yeah. I know. <laughs> there wow. were so many. Yeah. Not to mention all the jukebox musicals I didn't put in here. Exactly. Beautiful. Donna Summer. <laughs> The Motown. Temptations, Motown, yeah. whatever. Bronx was... Tale, obviously. Oh my God, how did I not put that in? There? Bronx Tale versus Newsies. Who would have won? Um, wow. I'm just shook. And now we're There's gonna decide a, a quickly lot. because we're already an hour in. <laughs> with, a lot you know, I'll cut it down. I'll cut it down. We're gonna decide. We're gonna go back through the 80s, 90s, 2000s, and 20s. We, and I, have a, I have a question. Should we yeah. decide, or should we at random pick one? What do you mean? Like, should we pick a winner? Or, you know, like, should we have a winner be drawn at random and then for each one and then we talk about whether we think they should have won or not? Oh, I think we should decide. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. I just yeah. want to make sure. We got to give the people what they want. And that's the to give the people our opinions. Yeah, exactly. So we'll okay. start with the first 80s parent. <laughs> Rachel's already putting her fingers on her forehead. Um, we have Little Shop of Horrors versus Sunday in the Park with George. Rachel, where do you, where do you <laughs> lie? How do you do this? Okay, on the one hand, the props. But they both have great props. Also, I do want to just put this out there that whatever we decide, whatever musical wins, that means the other musical no longer exists in the no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. In the no universe, longer no. gets to exist. Yeah. We've deleted yeah. it from history. JK. Um, um, I mean, I'm going little shop. That's my gut. Yeah, here's the thing. Sunday, I know they're so different. Yeah. And you did this to us. I know. I did. <laughs> okay, the thing is that Sunday in the Park, here, long-term strategy, Little Shop is going to be more competitive, or, like, with other shows. Right. Sunday in the Park with George, every time we're going to be like, it's just so set apart. Yeah. I think I'm going to choose Little Shop just because it is more, a little more ubiquitous. Also because of the movie and it's a little more well known and um it's it's definitely fun. Sunday is like a great character study. Yeah. And then Little Shop is like the fun romp musical. So yeah. They I'm also going... the underdog. So little shop. Yeah. Move it wow. Up. First round already. Yeah, here we go. Okay. Crazy. Next one we have cats versus dream girls. With your dream girl. I mean, how do I not yeah. say cats? Yeah. yeah, you gotta say cats. It's a part of your integrity. And actually, yeah. I think I am also going to say cats. Yes! yes! Oh my gosh, yeah. look at this day. Because I do like dream girls, and I think there's like obviously the and I am Charlie is amazing. But um it is so good. I think cats is like how can you like there's so many jumping off points you can go off of it. Literally. It's wow. it's hor it's awful. People don't like it. It's it's funny. It's an acid trip. It's like 
I talked to a little girl at my work the other day about it. Like little children like it, but also adults like it. It's like it uh, caused this movie that everyone went to like, like broke Twitter basically. Yeah. So much. So I much. love it so much. Yeah. Okay, great. Cat. Next, we and have Nancy. two powerhouses, Les Miserables and Phantom of the Opera. I already know my choice. I think this is actually kind of easy, but. I mean, okay, this is hard, but I'm going to go with Les Mis. Yes. <laughs> I feel, here's why. I'll tell you real yeah. quick. They are clearly equipped for a battle. The Phantom of the Opera is scared of a freaking phantom <laughs> haunting the opera. They would not do well. True. Yeah, put those characters in Les Mis and Les Mis, put all the Les Mis characters in Phantom and they'd kill them, kill him right away. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I do think Les Mis is just a better show. So, yeah, that's just me. That's fair. We may be upsetting a lot of people here. A lot of people love <laughs> Phantom. I can hear people of, rolling in their I grave. I think like grave. Sunday and Dreamgirls, okay, that's fine. But Phantom of the Opera, obviously, longest running show on Broadway. Like, yeah. Yeah. Although Lion King's gonna beat it. So yeah. uh <laughs> next we have decade. I know. We have Singing in the Rain versus The Wizard of Oz. This I think is, is kind of tough. Yeah. This one's hard because Singing in the Rain is such a classic. And I know. it's so good. Yeah. Now the Wizard of Oz does have the jitterbug. Here's the thing, I don't really love the Wizard of Oz songs besides mm-hmm. the jitterbug. Right. Yeah, there's not, I mean, like, somewhere over the rainbow is, like, iconic. It's iconic. The movie is iconic. Right. But the musical, over, I mean, in the movie But that iconic. song is iconic. I mean, think about how many, yeah. like, different, ver- I mean, you, th- uh, True, if you think about, cool. like, another iconic song, which is very different, like, Let It Go. Like, think about how many versions yeah. of, like, Let yeah. It Go have yeah. been done you. versus also with Somewhere True. Over the Rainbow. What I'm saying is Somewhere in the Rainbow is the Let It Go of its time. <laughs> Is really what I'm saying. So I think I I don't know. This is tough. I think I go Wizard of Oz. Oh no, we're gonna split our vote here. (laughs) I know we should have what happens if there's a tie. I thought about like asking Kat to come and decide. Do you want do you want us to Okay, we'll have Kat should we have Kat come back? Or come at the end when we have ties, we can just come back. We decided that if we have a, we can't decide on a show for the mark for the bracket. You're gonna be the deciding factor. Okay. So, Kat, say hello to the wonderful theater nerds. Hello. Okay. I hope the mic is close enough. So the first pairing that we need you to decide is Singing in the Rain versus The Wizard of Oz. Oh, The Wizard of Oz. There we go. There we go. The Wizard of Oz. Wait, how is that a debate? Oh, listen. Mitchell wanted to sing me in the rain. That was the debate. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> the Wizard of Oz is one of the most famous musicals of all time. I, well, yeah, but this is this is uh, March Madness. Anything can happen. That's it's true. true. March musical madness. Okay, next we have. Uh, you can go away if you want, or you can stay. It's up to you. Oh, I, you brought me up here for one. Yeah. Well, we might need you again. We don't know, yeah. but we haven't gotten there yet. I told him to wait until the end that to get been you the at answer. all of them. I know. That would have been the answer, but, but yeah. that's oh, well. okay. Our next pairing is the uh, dramatic show Chess and the fun Chess. tap numbering show 42nd Street. I'm going to go 42nd Street. You're going to go 42nd? 
Yeah, I think just yeah, I think I'll go forty second street. Okay. I'll agree with you. For the first time. No, I'm just kidding. For the first time in forever. We pick 42nd Street. Wild. Okay, next we have two shows, La Caja Fall and Nine. I'm going to go with La Caja Fall. I think I'm the same, but let me just look up Nine. Because we... Gotta look at those statistics. Gotta think about it. the story of a film director who is dreading his imminent 40th birthday and facing a midlife crisis. Hmm. Do hmm. I care about this? No. <laughs> I feel like absolutely not. <laughs> I think Lakaja Fall is going to win. Uh, Again, we talked about this on the Tony Awards. Pretty revolutionary. It's um, so good. And, but it is crazy that it beat Sunday in the Park. It's just, it's just yeah. crazy. What it a time. Is. Speaking of Sunday in the Park with George. Yeah. Okay, next we have, of course, the wonderful Into the Woods and the very sad and tragic mm-hmm. Miss Saigon. <laughs> Have you ever seen Miss Saigon? I haven't actually. I haven't. I seen, have you seen actually it? have. I saw yeah. it at the Kennedy Center. Like wow. three, three, I think it was 2019 is when okay. I saw it. Wow. Um, it is really it sad. Good? It's a really sad show. Like, yeah. It's very sad. It I personally, good, right? it's very good. It's written by the same writers of Les Mis. And I don't know if you knew that. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's good. There's. There's a lot of stuff that you're like, oh, that like it's about like pro- there's a lot of prostitutes in it, and oh. which I think I think that's just a general theme with them, I guess, with the writers of Les Mis, and um, there's some. <laughs> you were like, give me the lovely ladies once more, yeah. reprise. Lovely ladies in Saigon, <laughs> in uh, yeah. So the the plane, the the not the plane, the helicopter, the helicopter. excuse me, is cool. It's a cool effect. It was just sad. It was like very very like sad but the girl who played the the lead was very good um but i gotta go with into the woods on this one oh yeah that's where i'm at all the way how can you not it's like also we gotta we gotta let sondheim have a win in this decade true true i mean is sunday in the park with george his best show in the 80s i don't know or i'm sorry i'm sorry I'm sorry, Into Ever? the Woods. I meant to say Into the Woods. Oh, Is yeah, Into sure. the Woods his best show in the 80s? Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, next, we have another Sondheim romp, Merrily We Roll Along, and Meet Me in St. Louis. I love Meet Me in St. Louis, but I'm going to have to go with Merrily We Roll Along. I don't know. I kind of was thinking Meet Me in St. Uh, Louis because it's just so fun. And I remember I, seeing it, it so fun. bang, bang, bang on the trolley. I know. Uh, I know. Okay, fine, 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 fine. Okay, fine. cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Two Judy Garland moments. Yeah. And Sorry. listen, maybe we'll change our mind when we finally see the Beanie and Ben Platt movie. Yeah. So ask us again in 20 yeah. years. Or if we go see the Jonathan Groff, Lindsay Mendes, <gasps> Daniel Radcliffe revival. Manifest that for us. Manifest True. that True. for us. Can we get one of them on the show? Who knows? Uh, <laughs> go, go, see the, go see their show. Which one of those three do you think will get on the show? <laughs> Oh, oh man. All gosh. right, Rachel, let's go on to Obviously, the 90s. Daniel Radcliffe. Okay. The 90s. Uh, our first um, is Assassins versus Jekyll and Hyde. Where you at? I got to go Assassins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. We're giving Sondheim. Both dark, both vi- v- dark yeah. vibes, though. Yeah. So. I okay. cannot go with 
Yeah, Jekyll and Hyde is a great Ethan musical. Ethan Slater though. musical. I know. Yeah. We love an Ethan, Ethan Slater musical, even though he wasn't <laughs> in it in the 90s. <laughs> okay, yeah. these are both in the 90s, sort of. And this is Once on this Island and Songs for a New World. So, I argue, uh, of course, we talked about this in our deep dive. I still, I've not listened to Once on this Island since the deep dive. What? What's wrong with but you? But I also only know, like, one or two songs from Songs for a New World. What? I know, I know. So I think I'll I'll have to default this onto you. Okay. I mean, here's my thing. Hear me out. An underdog. I really think we should support Songs for a New World. Whoa, you love Once on this Island. I love Once on this Island. I know. I know. Listen, I'm down for it. Jason Robert Brown all the way. Okay. He's, He's about to hit some hit some bangers. So yeah. next is Sunset Boulevard. Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> Guys, if you haven't seen this TikTok, oh it's so funny. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's he's Derek Lennon's amazing, but he really just enunciates Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. Um, so we have Sunset Boulevard versus. He really Falsetto. wants us to know that she lives on Sunset yeah. Boulevard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Versus falsettos. I mean, you have to go falsettos. I mean, uh, yeah. it's I'm the best. It's maybe it's... Bill Finn's best musical, although I love 20. We didn't put 25th Annual Pennington Spelling Bee. I know. And I, I also know. love that show. So. I do too. But false, I like falsettos more. I'm pretty mm. sure. Okay. Two rock musicals, both talking about things, social norms, sort of more Hedwig than anything else <laughs> yeah amazing so this is the who's Tommy versus Hedwig and the angry inch mm. I personally I think I'm gonna go with Hedwig okay because are you also going with Hedwig yeah mm-hmm. because this is the show that got um Neil Patrick Harris's Tony and I think that's yeah. awesome I think also I mean I love the who's Tommy like legit will listen to listen to the mm-hmm. overture probably on a weekly basis like i legit listen to that it's overture. your wake up alarm in the morning it's, it's not even it's my pump up song like yeah man, it's just so good but um i did a really good impression there yeah you did um but i think that in terms of overall longevity that hedwig and the angry inches is better hmm. okay on to two i'm shocked by this oh my gosh <laughs> The Lion King. The next two. Beauty and the Beast. I think we have to call Catherine again. I know. I I I do think I'm gonna say Beauty and the Beast. And you're gonna yeah. Oh uh, I was uh I think I have to go with the Lion King because of puppets. And because of just puppets. how and just how revolutionary it was. Should we call the her? backbone of society, yes. Here's the thing, again. is that, that that overture for Beauty and the Beast, funny enough, is like one of the most beautiful mm. things. It's, it's so I pretty. mean, Beauty and the Beast is beautiful. I mean, they're both... Like, they're Kat's both calling you. Hello. Can you just put me on speaker? Yeah, yes. I guess. Okay, we're Phone literally phoning a friend this time because my wife didn't want to walk upstairs, so here we are. Okay, So we have two Disney classics... We have the musical The Lion King versus Beauty and the Beast. 
called Beauty and the Beast. Yes! <laughs> this isn't fair. She's on your side. She's Rachel one of these times. She's on your side. She is on my side Rude. because it's we... Marriage. Married. Because I put that ring brain. on it. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, okay, thanks, boo. Oh, wait, Bye. We might need you. Thanks, we honey. might need you again. We oh, might yeah. need you again. Oh, so just well, stay we'll on see. the phone, but we'll, we'll call see. you. Okay. She phone. she hung up. She hung up. Friend. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. <sighs> Here okay. we go. So, beating the beast. Next, we have ragtime versus parade. I don't even know. <laughs> Are you? I'm guessing it, because you said we might have to phone her again. You're gonna pick parade. I'm picking parade. Dang. And I don't even know what my wife would do because she loves both of these shows. So that's why I'm like, I have no idea. I think she would pick Parade. Um, gosh, I love Ragtime so much. I know. This is very Listen, hard. if you think about it, what year was Parade? Like 88 or 1998? Um, 98. Yep. 90, 98. Oh, 99. Oh, 98. You're right. You're right. They both came to Broadway at the same year. Wow, it opened in December and closed in February. Wow. I know. I know. I'm shook. I know. Um, and then Ragtime opened in 97. So Ragtime walked a little bit so Parade could run. I'm just saying. Um, Is that what happened? Yeah. Ragtime, you know, was the OG Parade. They are very similar. They're both historical things. I mean, yeah. Parade is like an They're actual very true different. story. Yeah. Yeah, but they're both like big casts, like big score or orchestral scores. They're definitely big orchestral. Um, I think I'm gonna choose ragtime, which means are we gonna call my wife again? Yes, we are. Here we go. Let's oh, let's hear the ringing tone. Not a paid sponsor. Hello. Are we doing another one? We have one more. Well, not one At more. At least one I would more. Like the record to reflect that I did not come, refuse to come upstairs because I'm lazy. I refuse because I'm studying. Yes, she is. We've talked about this on the show. She is a medical student, so she is studying. Okay, are you ready? Please pick mine. Ragtime versus parade. Oh. Oh. That's a really hard one. I know. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Um, What were the arguments made? Not good ones. <laughs> Neither of us can figure it out. She can't hear me, I realize, also. Oh, yeah. Rachel can't. You can't hear her, I realize. No, I can't. What did she say? Rachel Rachel said that... Wait, what did you... No, you just said you're picking Parade. You no, I mean, I just... We just... We don't have very good arguments. We. It's very hard. Yeah. I, I think I'm going to have to go with Parade, although I love both of them. She's yeah. going with Parade. Yes. Ugh. It's okay. okay. I understand. And I said we that as soon as right before we called you, I it's said so she's going to pick Parade. I love Parade. It's just so poignant and so, so heartbreaking. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Thanks, Catherine. Oh, so is. Uh, yeah, I think I'm sticking with Parade, though. All right. Okay. It's okay. I still love you. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Honestly, right. I love this. Parade going forward. Okay. Who knew that the 90s were going to be this controversial? Who knew? The 90s are oh. the year, the decade we were born. <laughs> so then the next matchup is Rent versus Sideshow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, 
my god sideshow i think has a lot of bangers because we talked yeah. about that when we did yeah. the tony's rewind yeah. absolutely um but rent i think it's cultural relevance yeah. and it's like stay in musical theater history i think i think we have to pick rent here yeah i'm on your page although cool. i there's a strong case for sideshow okay last but certainly not least because i broke the rules <laughs> is the, the toronto Jurassic... version specifically was sutton foster in the toronto the version, toronto version of no, she the wasn't. no she wasn't versus the german version of the <laughs> what a what a, oh my god i mean for me personally i'm gonna have to go with hunchback or ver whatever dosh hunchback i can't remember what it was but we are here hunchback we are hunchbacking yes the we are version. the hunchback also We're... because i couldn't bear to call Catherine again but True. yes also i'm on your yeah. page all right. all right 2000s here we go guys Jeez. are you still here oh, are you still struggle. listening <laughs> are you guys okay because i'm so sorry this is your monday yeah. morning yeah I know. you're gonna need a drink after this this is fun okay down. next we have Susical the musical versus little women <laughs> I just so badly uh, want to pick Susical, but I, I have to go with the powerhouse of Little Women. Yeah, I think I I think I agree with you. Although I do love Susical, and I've been in Susical, and it's very fun. Been in Susical, it's so fun. Um, I'm gonna have to go Little Women as well. Okay. Now this next one is kind of tough. I gotta say, I, Avenue I don't Q know. versus the producers. Yeah, this is really hard because yeah. the producers I think is more of a classic. But I think Avenue Q was the only reason Book of Mormon was able to be a thing. Correct. Yeah. And it has. But I don't think we should base it off of that. No, no, no. I know, but I'm just saying around, you know, the idea of changing what musical comedy was, Mm -hmm. changing how puppets were involved in things. Like it did a lot. Yeah, and I actually think I'm leaning more towards Avenue Q because the songs are a little bit more fun and better a little bit more better written i gotta say and who doesn't want to yeah. see puppets playing basketball <laughs> or have sex <laughs> you know yeah it's yeah. a lot it's a a okay next we have uh mary poppins versus 13 the musical <laughs> i have to yeah. go with 13 the musical because if we're if we're not talking about the movie version i mean yeah. you know 13 the musical speaking of ariana grande i'm just saying like it's so good this it is good it's so good and i love mary poppins it is a classic but you know the musical version i mean it's good but like this the 13 the musical uh, i'm going with that yeah i think i do agree i mean anything we talked about you know anything can happen if you let it my favorite song Mm -hmm. mary poppins Mm -hmm. such a great Mm -hmm. song the visuals okay. of Mary Poppins. I honestly am surprised Mary Poppins isn't still on Broadway. Like, I think it's. No, with the book a, opening. Oh, yeah. I know. Oh it's my such a gosh. fun show. But I do think, as far as originality, 13 is very original. And I think Jason Robert Bound really took his time writing it. At least it seemed like he did. Yeah. So, yeah, 13. All right. Next, we have two incredible <laughs> powerhouse fun shows Tarzan. Swinging on those vines and legally blonde, working the courtroom. <laughs> I just don't know. Uh, Give me your argument, Taylor. My argument is legally blonde because it had a reality show and Tarzan didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
Oh, it's so hard. Uh, I know. Well, you uh, you saw both of them. I did see both yes. of them. Yes. And uh, you did say during our Disney that Tarzan was, like, not the best. Like, it was fun, but you were, like... I think Trash and the... I'm just comparing Trash and the Camp to Whipped Into Shape, and those oh, are just, like, yeah. two of the best songs yeah. ever mm-hmm. created yeah. and staged. But I'm, I'll am i go with Legally Blonde. That's, okay, cool. That's... that's I, and Christian Borel, come place. on. Um, I mean, it really okay. started Christian Borel's career. That's true. So. That's true. This next one, I don't yeah. know what that is. I literally have no idea. And I think if we call my wife, I know she's going to, which one she's going to choose. But uh, we're going to go the last five years versus Wicked. Oh, my I know. Lord. I know. I mean, I really, I want to say Wicked. I think, once again, I, here, here's, here's, I think that they would make a really good basketball team. They've got a lot of people on the team. <laughs> they got those Aussies. A yeah. lot of substitutes. Uh-huh. That's um, true. The last five years only has two people. Yeah. Feels like <laughs> it would be hard to play basketball. <laughs> um, yeah. I think that Wicked clearly transformed the culture of musical theater and made yeah. it made it accessible again. And mm-hmm. also, I just... I. Tr- not that I don't love the last five years, because I do, and I listen to almost every version, but the Betsy Wolf version is my favorite. But oh, the movie version is my favorite. I'm just saying, but I think that Wicked really this way that it centers around friendship and decisions mm-hmm. and morality and talking about what's good yeah. and bad is just it. Man, it just I, yeah, that's where I am. Yeah. I think I agree. I think last, I think it really is like the little show that could versus like yeah. David, like Goliath. It's like David and Goliath. And uh, I just, sure. I just merged two metaphors. <laughs> but um, <laughs> no, the little show that could and David and Goliath. I mean, I also think that it's incredible that Wicked is again. I'm going to use a word that I've used I think five times in this episode. Ubiquitous. It's oh, it's oh yeah. Uh, ubiquitous because and but it didn't win best musical as we all know yeah um so that's crazy uh yeah so i'm choosing wicked we're finally gonna get that movie at some point did everyone see john m chu's story the other day on instagram he said he cried five times during the filming already of this of this i uh, can't wait i hope those are happy tears yeah he also just had a new baby, so there's that. So maybe he has no sleep. Emotions so. are high. Yeah. Uh, next, our next pairing is hair, <laughs> hairspray versus Shrek the musical. I have to go with Shrek. I think I'm going with Shrek too. This is yeah. just such an yeah. interesting pairing. I know. I would really yeah. love to see one of those like pitch perfect face offs between yeah. hairspray and Shrek. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Also, that means in the next round, we're going to get green on green. All right. Um, <laughs> next, we have uh, Tick, Tick, Boom versus A Very Potter Musical. I am I have to go with Tick, Tick, Boom. But yeah. I love A Very Potter Musical. I do, too. It's so fun. I, I kind of knew that the Tick, Tick, Boom was going to win out here. But I just wanted to put A Very Potter Musical on, on the list. I wanted and worst- consideration. Yeah. It's good. I mean, I think that yeah. that's a good idea. It's a good, we should consider Darren it. Darren Chris, should be Darren Chris's original. This star is it. Making. Yeah, this yeah. is his star making. Yeah, star kid. Yeah. Uh, um, 
back to Hogwarts. I'm yeah. going back to the school. I love yeah. that song. Scoop. Yeah, that's scoop. Love it. All right. Last but not least, the uh, the uh, oh my match made in heaven. The the game of the century. Uh, For real. Yeah, this should be the championship. Yeah, Spring Awakening versus Next to Normal. How the heck am I supposed to pick? <laughs> I don't know. It's so hard. It's so hard. What are you leaning one way or the other? I'm leaning Spring Awakening, which feels so wrong. I was leaning next to normal. <laughs> All right, Colin Catherine. Uh, Got to call her. I already know. I already know she's gonna choose, but it's okay. I need. It's... I need her to decide because I can't. Yeah, I already know. We're calling. She calling hates in. us. Yes. Yes. Okay, ready? Ready. Spring Awakening mm-hmm. versus Next to Normal. No question. How is this even a debate? Next to Normal? <laughs> I girl! Don't know. Girl! Rachel was leaning like Spring that. Awakening. She went, I, girl! I love Next to Normal. Yeah. I mean, same. I love Next to Normal and Spring no, Awakening also... makes me sad in a way that has no redemptive value to me. Mm. The song of Purple Summer doesn't so, do it I have for to you? go next to normal. Not that it's got all the uh, to tell you. I was going to say, is that them happy? But yeah. Is that a good answer? I get it. Yeah, she it said, is, is that them happy? Yeah, they're both just sad. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. We probably will. Yep. Thanks, Catherine. All right. Okay. Our final decade. Here we are. The 2010s. Yeah. Yay! I'm ready. Okay. We I think have... we know what we're gonna do for a lot of these. I already. You I'm never looking know. At them. I'm looking you at them never, and I'm like, yep, I'm ready. You never know. Okay, we have in the first matchup of the 2010s, it's Heather's versus Love Never Dies. <laughs> I think in this case, Love Does Die because we're picking Heather's. <laughs> oh, that was yep, terrible, easy, but easy. I agree. Right on to okay. the second round. There we go. Easy. Okay, uh, a number two matchup between. Um, but I really am doing this like we were. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like okay. Okay. Matilda and Aladdin. It's Matilda, Rachel. right? Yeah, it's Matilda. Okay. Of course it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen Aladdin. I walked. We've, seen Aladdin. we've heard the story. I've wa- I walked out because I thought there was a bomb threat, oh, and yeah. it actually wasn't. And um, the first half, you know, I don't think we missed anything. So. I really, I mean, I saw it on Broadway, and I, if my friend is listening who saw it with me, she really wanted to see it, and I respect that, and I really did love it, and it was a great time, but I just couldn't, I just, there's something about it, can't do it. Anyway, yeah, didn't love um, it. I mean, it was, uh, costuming was amazing. It. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. All right, weird mashup, but here we are, and it's <laughs> Bring It On versus Newsies. Well, I think we gotta go Newsies. I, I just feel like a part of me really wants to do Bring It On just because of Taylor Louderman. Just, like, so many amazing people. True. Adrian, wasn't Adrian Warren in it? Yeah. I mean, just so many amazing people. But I'm I'm with you. Newsies, yeah. they feel like they definitely – if they yeah. can take on Pulitzer, they can take on the March <laughs> musical madness. I, if, I, listen, we can't leave behind Adrian Keenan Boulder as Crouchy. Oh, and not Crouchy. leave behind Crouchy. can't leave him behind. Yeah. Save him. Save him. Okay, oh. this is interesting, but here we are, and this is the matchup between Once 
versus the Book of Mormon. Mormon. That's right. Um, I think. Wow, I don't know. I think I'm leaning towards Book of Mormon. I know. Because I've I've seen it and I've not seen once. Oh, I've seen once. It's just so well done. It's so beautiful. But I think not, I mean, it is not, but it falls into that. Like, is this a play with music for me? Right. Like, it's so good and it should be highly regarded, but I'm on your page. It's sad though. I've heard it's sad, right? Oh, it's so sad, but it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. My dad and I went to see a local um, production, whoops, of it Mm, a few years ago. Yeah. Love that. A weird mashup yet again. We have Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder and Dogfight. I'm picking Dogfight. Dogfight is about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Both of yeah, us on Dogfight. Yeah. Sorry, my local theater community, but you should have picked Dogfight over Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder. Who doesn't love Alan Cumming, though? Yeah. But it's fine. Um, the next is American Psycho <laughs> versus Big Fish. American Psycho versus Big Fish. I really like some of the score in Big Fish. I've seen Big Fish live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very fun. It's very like I love the story of Big Fish. I love the movie. Um, the I do often so wonder what that story would have if it would have gone into different hands. I love Andrew mm-hmm. Lippa a lot, but I wonder if because I think the tone of the movie, like Tim Burton, it would have been interesting to have the tone of it in in someone else's hands so i think that would have be been a little darker yeah i don't know if um i don't think it'll be like remade or anything i mean maybe have they has there ever been like another musical rendition of a show i mean i guess there's the, the two gatsby maybe. versions right now yeah and yeah. yeah so that's interesting i mean cinderella had multiple versions true true as we know now but uh, we also do love norbert leo butts and kate baldwin um so that has a great cast but american psycho is like this fun alice ripley jennifer damiano Mm -hmm. um i don't know what are you what are you leaning towards i'm I'm gonna gonna refer to american psycho american psycho got it i'll I'll go all the way okay but i do like what you've said a lot about big fish yeah yeah okay come from away versus fun home I mean, I think this is kind of easy, personally. Oh, I don't know. I like Come From Away a lot. I don't know if I've said this on this show. I think it's a good show. I think it's very solid. Again, I have not seen it live. I've seen the filmed uh, Apple TV Plus um, pro shot. Also amazing. Check that out. Also incredible. But I think it's it. there are some points in it. I, I think it could be better as far as lyrically in my opinion that's my opinion don't come at me uh but (laughs) i i think fun home is just so much better i think it's like like leaps and bat like janine tesori's music and it's so good i think they both have such similar elements of this idea of like the stage simple staging people Mm -hmm. using the same props what i love about come from away is that multiple I mean, one actor is multiple characters and they just change props and I, and that is very impressive and it's so impressive, but I think for the content, um, not to say that the story of 9-11 is not important, but I think in terms of the way that things are relayed, I'm going to go with fun home. Yeah, I agree. I do think the message of like 
this town in a in Canada like coming together and and like bringing people all together is like incredible and really really cool yeah um but there's something about the story of I mean even just Alison Bechtel being like this thing this like reference now that everyone knows because of the Bechtel test even now and now and there's also this musical about her and it's also just like sadly tragic but also beautiful at the same Mm -hmm. time it's Mm -hmm. it's incredible Mm -hmm. i agree yeah and the last but certainly not least oh my gosh we have in the heights versus hamilton an american musical this This is is a no-brainer for me oh really but yeah i I mean, I, I, I don't want to hate on Hamilton because I think people are like, hey, you're only hating on it because it's so popular. And I'm like, I'm not trying to hate on it. I actually yeah. really love it. I find I like have very little to say about how Hamilton isn't good. Like Hamilton's amazing. And I will yeah. we can talk about the accolades and it deserves all the accolades. In my opinion, the story I would prefer to hear and the way I would prefer to hear it is in the Heights. Wow. It just... I I think it's partly also because I can relate to it more a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It's set in a space where like I understand I, I I don't know. I also think as much as there are a lot of tropes of Romeo and Juliet and West Side Story versions of yeah. of the love triangle, there's something about just the expressiveness and the rawness of in the heights that i think is i just don't think you can beat it it's kind of like one has a natural talent and the other worked really 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 hard and they're both the same amount of talented but one of them was kind of like born that way and the other person like did all the work and and i think hamilton did all the work and i think in the heights was just kind of although this is not true but like i think it was just it just is even though mm-hmm. I know Lynn Manuel Miranda did a lot of work, but do you know they, what I mean? They both took about seven or eight years. <laughs> yeah, to write, so. I'm not trying to say that that's actually what happened, <laughs> but like when when you think of someone who has a lot of talent, like in basketball, you're like, oh, they just were born like this, and they, right. you know, refined the skill versus someone else who was like, I had to work really hard to get here, and I think that's the difference in these two musicals. Hmm. I like that analogy. I think, undeniably, for me, it's Hamilton. <laughs> So we'll be calling Catherine. So we'll have to call Cat one more time. Uh, and I'm interested uh, to see I, what she chooses because she like also loves both Hamilton. of these. I don't know. Okay. Um, no, because she really loves In the Heights a lot. Yeah. So I'm so excited. Good. But I think I think for me, I heard actually then when Juan Miranda say this in an interview that in the Heights is kind of like sophomore year level mm. Lynn Manuel Miranda and Hamilton is like senior year. Like, but I think I think there's something about, but I think this is maybe why sometimes we think shows are underrated, is mm-hmm. because they've there's such a genuineness and like I think the same amount of talent I do think the same amount of talent is happening in, in the Heights. It's very different. It's mm-hmm. a story that's different and it was differently adapted. The it took a different kind of skill set. And I think that that's, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I just think that there's a genuineness when someone brings something to, this is not the first time, but when someone brings something like this, 
mm-hmm. um, for the first time versus when they're like, okay, I'm, I'm doing this again and I'm bringing even more of myself. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I mean, it's his, it's funny how there's also a lot of similarities between the two, obviously, because yeah. it's written by the same person. They yeah. both really do talk about like legacy and mm-hmm. like what you leave on this earth and like who you spend it with and things like mm-hmm. that. But uh, let's call my wife and see uh, what she decides. We need someone for this last one, Rachel. Catherine coming in. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Or the I'm I is he the ringing? Deciding. First of all, yeah. for the audio, she can't hear me, so that's oh like, yeah. Automatically... I realized that. Hi, babe. We need you again for this final one. Are you ready? Okay. Wait. Maybe I should turn her up. There yeah. we go. Okay, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hamilton or In the Heights? Okay, here are my thoughts. <laughs> the answer is Hamilton, yeah. but not because I like it more, but because it, I think, has more, like, classic songs, but I actually like In the Heights more for myself, but I think Hamilton will be the one that goes down in history, so I think that that one will end up being me for you guys, even yeah. though I actually like my heights better. Thank you for coming wow. to my TikTok. Rachel's saying wow. Sorry, I realized you so can't hear her. Annoying. And uh, but I appreciate that she does say that she likes in the heights more. Thanks. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. Thank Thank you for participating in this episode. Yeah. A featuring this episode featuring Catherine. <laughs> And there it is, folks. Hamilton okay. takes it out. Oh my gosh. Well, we still love you in the heights. We still love you. Yeah. There were some really hard ones we did. Yes. In this. And you know, like, I was thinking back now, I'm looking at the ones that'll have to go up against each other, and it's also going to be hard. It's so going to be. Like- I feel like we need a deciding factor even for that, which we can talk about off mic. Yeah. (laughs) Well, let us know, fam, if you have a specific thought on what the deciding factor should be. Should it be a tap number? Because that's what I think. Puppets? Maybe in, you know, eight more years, we'll get another Lynn musical and then we can face that up against In the Heights and Hamilton. Yeah. Perfect. A three way (laughs) basketball tournament. Exactly. Perfect. Well, Rachel, thank oh, you so much. Killer. Round one. Here we go. Thank you. Round yeah, one. March musical madness. That's right. All right, Rachel, let's talk about character of the week. Yes, let's do it. Woo. This is if you're new to theater nerds, which is Welcome. a possibility. Welcome. <laughs> what a week for you yeah. to start out on. <laughs> Um, but this is a segment where Taylor and I pick a theater character like that we're feeling like for this week. So we think, what are we doing? What have we been up to? Or what have we not been up to? And we try to think of a theater character that has the same experience or thoughts or feelings or vibes, or sometimes Mm. we just like that theater character and we bend the rules and we pick that one. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. We would also love to hear your character this week. Comment on our social media pages, you know, the Facebooks, the Twitters, the The Instagrams, the TikTok that we don't have, but maybe one day. (laughs) Tell us who you are. Ooh. uh, Tell us who you are this week. You may get a shout out on a future episode. Also, guys, take pictures with your ballots and send them in. Please. The ballots that we'll create. Uh, yeah. So, Rachel. Little brackets. Tell me, who is your character this week? 
Well, Taylor, I was inspired by our March Madness basketball mm. situation, but yeah. I've already been Troy Bolton, so yeah. I can't be him again. No repeats on this show. I'm trying really <laughs> hard not to repeat. We yeah. have been each other's characters, but we yes. I don't think we've repeated our own character. Anyway, yeah. all that to say, I was trying to think who else in the High School Musical universe might I be? And then I thought... <laughs> well, you, this... I mean, last week I was Ryan, so... It's fair. Well, yeah. th- this week I'm feeling a little bit like this character because I'm, I pretend that I'm not into basketball mostly because it makes me insecure and also because I like would prefer <laughs> musicals. Right. But at the end, when there's the tournament going on, when we're doing the big dance number, you know I'm there. You know I'm dancing along. You know I've made it, and that's Miss Darbus. Yes. Oh, I love it. Oh, with her Yay. glasses. With Rachel's glasses. wearing glasses right now. Yeah, just I'm like wearing Ms. big Darvis. glasses, yeah. just like Miss Darvis. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. You definitely give Miss Darvis energy. So. Yeah, thank you. Just get my sweater. Yeah. You know, I'm good. Oh, I love that. I thank love you. That. Taylor, who are you this week? <clears throat> well, I am. I'm cheating a little bit because I'm a group of people. <laughs> That's right. not, just, not just one person i'm a group of people listen it cannot this be contained there i seriously can't be tamed miley cyrus is that miley cyrus i don't know, <laughs> I don't know. I, I can't be tamed i don't yeah, know yeah yeah i don't know uh anyway this week <laughs> this is not a musical I've... about pop music <laughs> yeah, know, a podcast about pop music <laughs> it's also not a musical <laughs> about pop music <laughs> well, we're good horrible, you know. i'm fine so this week, there have been a lot of things that I've been able to fan out about. Listen, this, the SAG Ooh. Awards, the Screen Actors Guild Awards were this yeah. week, where Everything Everywhere All at Once took every statue imaginable except Best Actor because it wasn't nominated there. Mm-hmm. But it pretty much took everything, which was a big surprise in some categories. But listen, I love that movie so much. Um, I am, as of recording this, going to see Come From Away tomorrow night. Yes just a fan i'm just here being a fan living my best being life fan, so that's why being a fan of the bafta rap by adriana debose yeah angela bassett did the thing and angela uh she... did the thing <laughs> honestly i kind of liked it everyone's hating yeah. on it, but i'm like i love ariana she's so awesome she's just game for anything that's why she's awesome it's true anyway yes rachel is nodding her head yes no nope. i said it's true yes absolutely yeah. We love her. So, so anyway, okay. I'm just a huge fan. So that's why would these fans go nuts and wild for William Shakespeare. And that's why <laughs> I'm the fans in something rotten of William Shakespeare. Incredible. <laughs> yeah. Shakespeare. That's yeah. right. Shakespeare. We love him. We love him. We love him. Love him. I love that. His plays Amazing. are so brilliant. His writing's first rate. <laughs> Uh, uh, if you guys would like to join in on our discussion on the March Musical Madness or uh, your character of the week, check us out at theaternerdpod.com or you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at theaternerdpod and on Facebook at theaternerdpodcast. Thank you all for joining us and we'll see you next week. <laughs> Basketball, basketball.